The views expressed in our episodes are ours alone and do not represent any other organizations. Our episodes discuss internet crimes against children and cases that involve the exploitation of children and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Everybody, it has been a minute. I am Tony Godwin. And I am Brandon Poor. Thank you so much for joining us again. I am uber excited to be back with you. It has been a it has been a minute, right? Uh what's been a going very, on? A very few minutes, in fact. Yeah. Um, thank you for putting up with I have heard yeah, I like this is surprising, but we've actually heard from people saying, like, why are you not sending out episodes which feels really awesome and i didn't i was surprised i was a little shocked so uh um that's not false humility i really was shocked that people were like where did you go yeah i was i had uh i wouldn't call them threats by any means but i had heard from people that were like all right listen your hiatus is over (laughs) like get back to work like we're you haven't had an episode since whatever date and they like specifically like named the date. So I was like, oh, snap. I didn't feel like it was that long. I felt like we went pretty late into the summer, but we've been busy. It's not like we've been on vacation and just hanging out, right? Yeah. What, what, is, have, you, what, is what have you been doing? Oh, gosh. Like uh, we both had some preparation for trials that, uh, you know, were getting ready and looked like they were going to go. And then, uh, like in Did my, go in some cases. But, yeah, yeah. Some some went, some didn't. And then uh, mine, like right up to the minute, and then a plea was entered. So uh, that's great, you know, for that regard. And in this case, yeah, preparing for trial, like sometimes it's a few weeks. Sometimes, like in our cases, it was like two months. So right. Um, that one was, yeah, that was a lot of the summer. Like I felt like this summer was busier than last spring and last spring was busy. Um, but you know, this fun COVID thing is happening again. So that yeah. seems to make all things, um, what's the word, I guess, unpredictable. Unpredictable is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure. What else did we do? We also did a couple conferences. We did we do a couple at. conferences. Yep. We taught at the, uh, crimes against children conference, which big shout out to them. They are big currently, currently going on right now. So if you are registered, then you can obviously view that content from now through December. And, uh, there is a bunch. We haven't forgotten about them. I know. So we talked with, um, Holly, uh, and by email and in the thick of the conference, I'm sure that coming on and talking about the conference on the podcast is probably the last thing that they had time for, but they, uh, we did assure them that we did not forget about them. We have been hyping up um, DCAC to you guys and talking to you about the fact that they're going to come on and talk about the conference. Yeah. So that is still upcoming, but the conference goes through December. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So they're able to, you're able, the people that are, are registered already, obviously, and are um, watching presentations are able to do so. So this, I think we discussed this back in, in April or May, but, but one of the things that the conference is amazing for is you get a ton of training kind of thrown at you, plus networking and yeah. um, product advertising and all of that kind of stuff thrown at you in the course of like four days. So just yep. to give our listeners kind of an idea of what the conference is like, you basically have like 5,000 or whatever, thousands of people in the child protection field going to all these presentations and networking and going to events and things like that. And it's four days and it's like a whirlwind and it's right in the heart of the summer. And so it's kind of like, oh my gosh, trying to see everything that you want to see is like it takes some real scheduling, (laughs) but super difficult sometimes. Right. Yeah. But that's not the case this year because we are, we are virtual. And so on one side, it's, it's really kind of a downer that you don't get to see people that you are used to seeing and you're not in person seeing the presentations, but on the upside, you get like five months to be able to watch all of these presentations. And, and so it's really a good chance to, um, catch up and kind of see some of the stuff. And in fact, I actually saw some of the live ones while I was on vacation, um, uh, last week or two weeks ago now. And so I saw some really amazing people, Dr. Michael Burke, um, uh, Dr. George Sullivan. So it was just some really amazing people I kind of hope, teaching at the conference. Yeah. I'm, uh, I have only gotten to see a couple things so far in there. Um, but I'm sort of hopeful when we go back, to live and in person, I wish there would be a little bit of a, a shift to include if you were registered and you attended and you got to go see, but I wish they had that online component where you could still log in and watch some of the things that you tried to get to see, but couldn't. Uh, And I realize that's probably a much larger. I was going to say, then we have to record, but you know what? We may know the people that could make some of those things happen. So we may have to ask that. Like just a little hybrid Um, of the two combined, like uh, the extended time would be really cool because while the, nothing beats the in-person stuff, it is, it is absolutely the bomb diggity, but uh, nonetheless, it is going on now. So uh, if you're registered, get on there. We are teasing the conference people coming on the podcast, but that is still in the works. They're going to come on and talk to you about what it's like to plan the conference to boy on one hand invent the conference you yep. know the whole idea of it so um that will be coming up we have some really cool guests coming up we um, do we thought we were going to have them uh on uh, here recent but uh some stuff came up and we had to do a little rescheduling but we do have a really really great guest a couple of great guests actually uh just to well, get I'm actually tease. i've got to say like Yes, I think the scheduling did work out to where they couldn't come this week. But we've been teasing this episode, like this presentation or this um, case study that we're going to do today. We've been teasing this back since like this is the case study that we teased when we went to court um, for sentencing over a year ago. So I'm super excited for people to hear this one. Oh, one big Let's, thing, like we have to give ourselves one slight little golf clap, if you could hear that, uh, because, dude, we just hit our one-year anniversary, like on the 20th yeah, was our one-year one anniversary of the podcast, and so uh, we jumped off the ledge last year, and uh, we were very unexpected to 
see how things were going to go. We were unsure, you know, figured we'd have 10 or 12 listeners. And I literally looked at an email yesterday. Gosh, that was giving, I thought that was probably eight more people than I thought would right. listen. But did you I see the email yesterday? I would listen for like a week. Yeah. Last week we got uh, like 806 downloads. I'm like, what? Like we haven't had an episode out in, uh, you know, a little bit of time. So it's a, it's amazing. So many thanks we to all of you to listen. You. And let yeah. me add, we have added a couple of new things. We got merchandise. We have, yeah. Pay, well, first of all, we have Patreon subscribers. Absolutely. So if you want to be on our Patreon, um, we're not, we're going to get better. I know we're, we're okay <laughs> right now, but we're going to get better. Um, but I think our Patreon subscribers are going to get episodes early. Um, they got the bloopers episode months earlier than everyone else. Um, so you'll get episodes much earlier. You may get a little bit of merchandise or swag sent to you as a Patreon subscriber. All right. Um, and so, yeah, if you're if you're able to and want to join, we've got different levels of Patreon. Honestly, like we told this to another conference that we taught at, but this is not a money making venture. This is absolutely um, uh, about spreading awareness and education and trying to end the heinous um, evil that is child sexual abuse, child sexual exploitation and child sexual abuse material. But the Patreon subscribers do help us to um cover like some of the costs of, of merchandise and things like that, that that would be upfront costs. So that's helpful to us. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, we have merchandise now and yeah. Tony really has made that come to fruition. So I give him like 10,000 kudos for that. Well, I mean, it is a, it is what it is. Like I've always thought that the logo itself was so cool looking and unique. And since we went to so many uh, great lengths to, you know, be smart and trademark it and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought, man, it would just look cool on a shirt. So we now have some shirts. We have a limited. Plus I had an uh, epiphany, right? I had an epiphany of just a like logo idea that I thought would be funny. Um, And so hopefully we're going to work on getting that onto like a sticker or a decal that you can put on the back windshield of your car. So if you wanted to sport a little bit of like pedophiles go to prison (laughs) um, because of catfish cops kind of uh, merchandise, we're going to have some of that coming out. Um, we're still working on catfish kids coming out, yep. um, which my kids are super excited for. So is mine. My, have, my son is wearing me out. He's like, dad, when do I get to record an episode with you guys? <laughs> I know catfish kids. Um, so that's something that we are work on the working. Uh, what, what is that? What does that even mean? We are working out and it's on the agenda. Um, basically catfish kids uh, is just our chance to talk to kids directly about um, issues and education and let let your kids um, that we are always warning you, please don't let your kids listen. Maybe allow your kids to listen to an episode where kids talk about protecting kids. Um, and then hopefully we'll have some really cool artwork coming out with that in the future. Um, and then Tony, tell them about the, the t-shirts. So the t-shirts we have uh, right now, we have uh, one color available, limited quantity. So if you want one, you really need to hit us up. Uh, message us, get us on the website, get us on our social media pages, um, and let us know that you want them. We have them in white. Um, we have a limited supply left at the moment because they kind of 
went a way lot, you know, way faster than I thought they really would. Uh, honestly, even though several people have been asking, like, when are you going to have swag? When are you going to have swag? And so those have gone really well. But they're currently white with our logo, small upper left chest, like above the pocket. There's no pocket on the shirt, but where a pocket would be, you have a logo. And then on the back, it's real big, uh, which has our our kind of uh, iconic Catfish Cops logo. And so like Brandon said, we have some other things. We also have some hats. And I don't have pictures of those on the website yet. There are pictures of the shirts. And I granted, uh, don't uh, kill the messenger because I put those up there. I used my son as a model. And I heard immediately <laughs> from my daughters like, Dad, you should have ironed the shirt. You should have done this. You should have done that. And I'm like, okay, well, Brandon's wife is the photographer, not me. So when Brandon's kids have them on, she's going to get them to model and put really good professional looking <laughs> pictures up there for us uh, so that everybody's winning it over. Like warn you about putting pictures of your kids online and here we are modeling t-shirts with them. So yeah, I guess true. there's, but, uh, but there's no faces shown. True. True. We're also going to have uh, a few different uh, iterations of the shirt. We're going to have a, a blue uh, with the logo on it. We're going to have a maroon and we're going to have black. we got big requests. For- you know what? The maroon red controversy right now is huge yeah. um, in our work circles because we have a lot of people that we know that went to certain schools that are one either red or versus or maroon. So um, we're going to try and appease, you know, first of all, we got to appease one person uh, more than the others because that person is very um, near and dear to both of our hearts. So yes. we've got to appease her before we appease others. Yes. Absolutely. And then, and then we will have the fight over maroon red. Um, but the hats are so cool. Yeah, the hats are the newer. They're like a six panel. You know, they're. I don't like the big old trucker thing that's kind of going on. I'm not a big snapback kind of guy. Like, I like a hat that the the bill is curved, like a baseball hat's supposed to be. But our logo is on a. Uh, oh, he just threw down the gauntlet, didn't he? I did. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm willing to stand by it. Honestly. And so the, uh, the logo is actually engraved or laser engraved onto a leather, uh, patch, like an oval patch, which is then sewn onto our hat. It looks really wicked cool. There's going to be some, uh, photos of it out there. And so those are going to be available too. So if you're interested in any of that stuff and we have some other stuff, some coasters and, you know, just some other little knickknack swag kind of stuff that we're holding for our top level Patreon people. Uh, so those of you that fit in that category, be ready because I'll be hitting you up for, you know, an address on where to send that stuff. But if you're interested right now, and I'm going to put it out there, if we hit 500 Instagram followers, um, I will do a raffle for a shirt or a, a right random on. drawing for a shirt. So the minute we hit 500 Instagram followers, get out there and Tell friends and get the Instagram followers up because as min- the minute we hit 500, I will do a random drawing and we will send a shirt to whomever we pick and wants it. Um, so it has been uh, said. I, it has been said. This is uh, what if I have spoken. Um, well, I know you briefly mentioned a minute ago how we taught at a couple of conferences. I did want to give a, a friendly shout out to the second conference we spoke at. I don't think they would mind one bit. Um, but we talked at the conference for the, help me with this, Brandon, the Texas Citizens Police Citizens Academy Police Alumni Academy Alumni Association. So they said for the state CP triple A. Yep. And that was, and cool. that was a lot of fun. It really was. There was, uh, I mean, obviously those of you that are in the law enforcement uh, community, you probably are very familiar with the CPA groups for your own individual agencies. I know our agency, uh, we, 
have them and we love them. They really do so much for us. Um, These men and women are super um, supportive and they are like, absolutely. They go out of their way to basically just, they give up their time, their energy, their money, their, their effort to support law enforcement. Um, they've, they are people who have gone through the citizens police Academy association, but they come back behind the police agencies and they provide, you know, like support. So they come out and they, you know, man the tables at, at events and oh, yeah. they, they do ride outs and things like that. And then like RCP AAA, um, does appreciation things and with our yep. banquets. And I, I know you've talked about how they're super involved in your agency as well. Oh, yeah, so. They do like barbecues. They'll literally come out a couple days a year where they just stay there for, I'm not kidding, like 15, 16, 18 hours. Like they just cook food all day, treats and snacks. I mean, they're so gracious and they're so appreciative. Yes. And um, like, I, I just think the world of them. And, and um, anyway, I and wanted to were, give them so a shout we out. We talked about um, some case study stuff, but we also talked about the podcast and we just got to meet some people that came up and talked to us afterwards. And then during it, we had great questions. But they were so, so kind in in being supportive. Some people were like, we're going to reach out to our um, our representatives and our senators so that right. we can support the bills that help in child sexual abuse material in the state. And some people were like, hey, we, we can help out with, you know, s- spreading the social media side of, of, of Catfish Cops and making sure people are aware of the educational side of that. And so, like, they were some of the nicest yep. people in the world. I do agree. So I think all of our um, administrative stuff has been duly noted. (laughs) Well, okay. So we were talking beforehand. Um, We came across an article a couple of weeks ago that's happening. I'm not going to be too detailed because we don't want to involve ourselves or insert ourselves into what's going on in the case. Um, But needless to say, there was an article about kind of a similar case to what we do here in the state. And, you know, the, the, basically it was, the article was kind of about both sides, about the offender side and then about the police officer side who was conducting the investigation. Um, and some people have asked us like, what do you think about it? And, you know, kind of what, what the, the takeaway is. Um, and so we are cautious to insert our opinions into that case, especially while there are still proceedings going on. Um, but we're going to talk about some of the things that happened in this case study today um, with other agencies being involved. And so we wanted to to bring that up to say that, like, we see cases um, and it's not just this the agency in this article, but it's also agencies that we see. Um, in case studies, or we see things coming out from, you know, blogs and, and papers or emails that are going around. And one thing that we want to talk about is some of these agencies, I feel like may start one of these investigations sort of on the, like, that looks cool. We want to take down these horrible predators. And so I'm just going to try this and do it. And yeah. Why is that a bad idea, Tony? Oh my gosh. Like I, I have literally had this play out in real life. Um, after, uh, you know, teaching at a, uh, like a one day be aware conference kind of thing in another part of the state. And then 
within a week, I was contacted by someone from another agency, a much smaller agency, who was like, hey, I need some help because this is what I did. And the, and the dangers of doing that without the proper training, without following the protocols that we're so stringent about, that we adhere to, you know, religiously, that, uh, my gosh, like the, the end result, it could be extremely bad, as was Well, we believe you're out harming the- children. Yeah. Like that's the, the bottom line is if you're taking things into your own hands, either vigilante groups or even law enforcement who are not trained, certified and following these protocols that are set in place to protect kids. Exactly. Then you are in your in the end. The end result is you are placing children at home, at risk. And so and, not, and maybe yourself, <laughs> maybe yourself as well, well yeah. from a legal standpoint, like you, you literally, like I always tell when I'm teaching, I'll say like, uh, I never want to be part of case law that my name comes out of the Supreme court. I never want there to be a Godwin <laughs> V anything in the United States. I don't want to create case law for any cop anywhere uh, because of something that I just totally foobarred. And so that's one huge risk that you run right there for yourselves. And then, gosh forbid something happens that's uh, tragic or, or something that could really get come at you from a punitive standpoint, but also the reputation of your department, your agency. Like, oh gosh, God, it's, it's crazy. What can happen? And it's hard to tell, like, like in that case, I think it might be a training issue in kind of some of the things we're going to talk about. Yeah. It could be a training issue. I want to believe that. I think that the investigators are are coming at it with good intentions, right. but they seem to be coming at it from like, I know better than everyone else kind of mentality. And I, not that, you know what, who am I, right? Who, who are we to say that anyone doesn't know better, but we subscribe to the protocols and procedures that we, that we follow because they are designed to protect the kids um, of the communities that we are, right. we are working in. Um, and ultimately that's, you know, if you're going to catch a predator to protect a child, then you've also got to do all of the other things that are in place to protect kids. Um, and so whether it's a training issue or it's just a, like just a didn't know better issue, those are, those are real problems. And, and we want to bring it up because we are not going to be silent about it necessarily. We're not going to go and delve into or go into the details because again, it's not our place. But it certainly is something that we have not been silent up until this point about, yeah. right? We've talked about yeah, everybody these that's asked. That are doing things. Yeah, and we get and, we get asked lots of questions from lots of people. You know, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? And and we are very quick to offer our opinion, especially amongst the circle of people that we are around. And maybe that's just the nature of the beast because of the job we have and the circle we operate in. But uh, we have made no bones, and I would say that we have crossed boundaries from uh, the U.S. to other parts of the world where we have echoed the same things. Like, we do not subscribe to some of the things that happen, and these are the reasons why. And so when Brandon and I go around the country to teach uh, other officers how to do this aspect of it, because this is just one tiny component, not that we're the experts because we're far from it. There are some who are just masters at this, uh, but we're pretty dang good. And, you know, not to toot our own horn, but we really do want to bring up another breed of uh, younger officers to fulfill this role, because I'll be honest, I'm a dinosaur. I'm not going to be around, uh, you know, a whole lot longer. 
uh, compared to where I started. So, well, I, and we believe, I mean, I know that Tony and I have talked about this just kind of between us, but we believe that you shouldn't just be doing this for the, oh, it's so cool that you get to talk to, like we believe in doing the, the backend work. We believe in contacting the victims that are really out there. We believe in doing the most thorough and training. And I mean, gosh, if you've known anything about us, we're constantly trying to make sure that we're staying up on case law and um, training and, and techniques and technology and things like that. So that we're constantly trying to make sure that we're doing the best we can. But can I get it? Um, Amen. <laughs> that's, so let's start this case. And then next week we will probably finish the case um, and talk about another question that we were going to we're going to talk about because people have been asking. So you'll have to wait till next week to find out what we think about this question that everyone's been asking us about. But where does this case stem from this week, Tony? Yeah. So this one takes us back a, a minute this uh, originally, and the reason that we're doing this together, I mean, obviously we have the podcast together, but this is a joint investigation between Brandon and his agency and me and my agency. And this goes back to 2016 when it first started, believe it or not. So we are going to randomly assign the name William Richards, William Richards on this one. Um, that's just our randomly generated name. Um, and it's kind of fun. The reason that we chose that one is because those are two names that were um, associated with some of the things that came about in this case. Um, so Mr. Richards is what we'll call him for this time. And as Tony said, it is a joint investigation, which I think we've featured one other joint investigation. So yep. this is one of two or three that we've done. And we've we've um, I, I mean, ultimately, it does it is effective, but, but it's a lot of fun too, because, you know, we're sort of comparing notes on the, on the behind the scenes to, to kind of see what the other is being told as we go. So, right. so let me talk to you about this case. This takes us back to 2016, December of 2016, back when still Craigslist was around and of course flourishing. And so as we've discussed before, Craigslist has the, um, personal section. And in this case, I actually went on with a profile of a 14 year old boy, um, back in December of 2016 into the men seeking men section. So when we ultimately finish this case, I want you to know that there are going to be five different profiles discussed at the end of this. So profile one, December, 2016 profile one is a 14 year old boy. And um, basically, I went to the men seeking men section and I found an ad um, that was out of the area where Tony's actually working in. And he wrote um, wanting younger boy or man 58. So when I clicked into this ad, um, I'm going to try and describe. So maybe I'll let Tony describe because well, I will. But this presentation. So. Let, let me clarify just something about the title, so it doesn't confuse those who are not familiar with with Craigslist ads back in the day. When it says "wanting younger boy or man, 58," the 58 does not mean he's looking for a man that's 58. 58 represents yes. his age. Uh, so the ad is actually "wanting younger boy or man." The 58 makes reference to his age. But on that note. The ad itself, which is, I would say, 
quite graphic, the title of it, Wanting Younger Boy or Man. Um, and it essentially says, I'm wanting to have some fun with younger boy, with younger boy or man. I like touching, exploring, body contact, being sucked, etc. I will bottom if we want to. Young is a plus. That's on its own line in the ad. Young is a plus. I am free of disease and wanting someone that is disease-free. I can host or travel, if not too far. And now we've seen before this kind of like when someone posts an ad and puts these graphic cartoon images into it. Um, we've seen this in other ads before. So in this case, the ads that we're seeing are um, animated or cartoon, not animated in that they're moving, but they're cartoon images of a young male um, performing a sex act on what may be an older male or at least a little older. And they are obviously nude. Yeah. And I, I guess just for clarification, so people understand, like this isn't like uh, Richie Rich or Archie comic books kind of animation. This is like <laughs> very detailed, like extremely detailed and graphic. Like if it was literally in black and white, it almost might look like a photograph. <laughs> they're that kind of, uh, they're that kind of graphic. And it's not, like hiding the graphic areas. It is showing in graphic detail yeah. all of the parts that, you know, you would expect to see in something like that. Just posted um, right there on the old internet for anybody to right see there on the internet. So of course I'm going to respond with my 14 year old boy profile um, because he was looking for a younger male. Now 58, anything may be younger than that. Um, no <laughs> right. offense, but um, we have heard from a few of our listeners that, Hey, Gosh, you guys have have started sharing some of the ads um, that are really graphic. And so, again, we are apologetic to some extent that we're being a little more graphic with reading chats and ads and things like that. But then again, we've also explained several times that we believe that if the predators are talking to kids this way, then we want you to know as the general public that kids are being talked to this way. Well, out of fairness, um, we see reports like this all the time where, you know, communications are happening with real kids. And so, yeah. you know, out of fairness to you and the audience and those who have kids or have kids in their lives, we want you to understand that this is what is happening with real kids. And honestly, like the things that are said to us sometimes are a little tame comparatively to what's right. being said to real kids. So, uh, in this case, um, I wrote in that I, you know, I told my age right off the bat and asked kind of, you know, is this was too young? And this Mr. Richards was nothing if not consistent. And yeah. and so he wrote on the very first um, response was to be on this website, you need to be and here's the important thing or say you are 18. And then he wrote in parentheses, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> so he was this guy really is 58 <laughs> he was very clear about you need to say you're 18 hint hint um and he said i'm okay with you being 18 and he told us where he was and he asked me where i live and all of that kind of what i was wanting to do and when i didn't respond right away his next response was did you see the hint <laughs> if you tell me you are 18 do you want to take things slow and just see where you go um, and of course I told him where I am, but I'm like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not 18. I, I, I don't want to lie. I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm 14. And so of course we have said this before, 
no problem. He says, no problem. Please be careful. There are some strange people on here. Right. And I'm like, really? You if I've heard that a, once, I've heard it a bazillion times. I wish I had a nickel for every time it's been told. Isn't to it me. amazing? Like the number of times that our predators tell us like, really be careful. There's some real weirdos out here, <laughs> right. you know? And if they're telling us there are some weirdos, then what does that mean? They're getting in response to other things. Yeah. I can't wait to latch onto one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real weirdo. The real weirdo. Well, if we talk to them, then I need some, I need some help here. This, you know, I was very, I was very taken aback, of course, with his cautionary tale, especially after telling me that I needed to be hint hint eighteen. Um, so he says, you know, I doubt there are other people on here as nice as I am. <laughs> if you can make it to where I'm at, you know, say you're 18 and we can at least meet and see where things go. So you're seeing a theme, right? Say you're 18. Um, and we'll just talk through emails since sometimes, you know, the, the Craigslist thing doesn't work out. Um, and then he also cautioned me, make sure that you know that your parents don't ever have access to your email. Um, and he kind of gave me, even though it didn't seem like he was very technologically savvy, he said, make sure that your password is protected and can't be guessed so that your parents can't find that kind of thing. So I'm like, okay. And there so it is. <laughs> isn't that very nice of him? You know, just if I were 18 and make sure my password is protected. <laughs> um, so he asks me if I can get to his. Now, where he is in relation to me is about maybe 30 minutes away, would you say? Yeah, 30, 40 minutes. Depends on traffic. So he suggests that I use the public transit system, um, which actually doesn't go in my area. So it didn't matter either way. But, you know, he's he kind of this was weird. What about a friend? Um, they can join if they want. And I'm reading his email verbatim. We can also just talk and maybe do a little touching for the first time in you if you want. So I was kind of confused by that. I'm like, where did the friend thing come out? Um, and of course, that didn't hit me at the time um, that it did later where I'm like, I'll bring up a friend, but it, he just kind of randomly brought up the friend. Um, and then he explained, well, like if you have a friend that drives, that might be interested in also joining in with our touching and exploring of our body parts, then they could bring you here. And of course I'm like, no, all my friends are my age. And of course we can't drive. Um, but randomly, Tony, you have to like chime in here with the randomness of my mom. I put, my mom told me that my cousin lives, you know, in the area that he lived in. Um, at that point, I wasn't even thinking about where this would go. I don't know what made me think or to say that, that my cousin <laughs> lived there, but you'll see why that becomes important right in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So he talks about uh, maybe having, you know, my mom bring me to that area to stay with my cousin for several days um, and then tells, you know, ask me kind of a little bit about his age. Um, and then, of course, randomly, he writes me this big, long email talking about I've been thinking about a few things. You know, it's not unusual to be confused at your age um, and starts talking about, like, you know, maybe what I would want to do. We can exchange email addresses. And then he writes in his email, if your cousin wants to talk, maybe I can help him, too. I wouldn't mind meeting you or your cousin either just to talk about things at some point. Yeah. Um, he even encouraged you to uh, talk to girls too, right? 
yeah, talk to girls, you know, explore kind of those kind of things. And then he put his name so that I would know. Um, the cousin thing was interesting because I didn't say like, I have a cousin that would want to join us when we're talking about the sexual things that right. he's bringing up. I said, I have a cousin who lives in the area you live in. And automatically he goes to maybe my cousin might want to help or join in, you know, with what we're doing. Makes you wonder, um, like, is that a thing? Like, like, is that common? I don't know that I've ever run into like actual kissing cousins. You've heard the rumors for, you know, things, but like this guy jumps right to it. Like, Oh yeah, well, sure. Let's and that, you know what, maybe that's, and that might be indicative of where his mind and his, you know, fantasy life might be in that he's thinking about, you know, not just one 14 year old, but two 14 year olds that are cousins that I could, meet and do that. I don't know. I'm, but, I'm going but, on the record that that's a very scary place to think about being inside of that guy's head. <laughs> I, yes, you, you have nailed that nail on the head. So, you know, about mid December, we're getting close to Christmas. He, uh, tells me I'm welcome to email him and he says we can exchange regular email addresses. And then he writes when you're a little older and want to talk, we can either way. Good luck with any, everything. So I'm kind of like, okay, I thought maybe it was sort of like one of those, like, you know, I hope that everything's okay. Maybe we can talk later. So I sort of, I identified him and, and sort of let it go. Um, I was busy. It's Christmas time, you know, things are going on. So of course I was like, okay, thanks, you know, so much. And in and all honesty, kinda, it's not the only case you're working, <laughs> right? No, no. <laughs> and in fact, at that time, I think there were two others at the time. So right. I let that one go. Six months goes by. Um, and I answer another ad on Craigslist and this time, Tony, you want to read this one? Yeah, let me get to that here. I'm sorry. And so this one, uh, in the same personal area, casual encounters where, uh, he found the ad, it says the title of it is looking for younger M for the number four M M for M. And then it lists the city where this, uh, individual is posting from. And so M for M means what Brandon tell him. Uh, male for male, male for male, seeking a male, seeking a male. And then the ad itself, it says, I'm looking for a son, which is in quotes, uh, that wants to play. I'm open to almost anything that feels good, including touching. Now, wait, what is, so he wrote, I'm looking for quote unquote son. What is that? Like, what does that mean to you, Tony? Uh, that's a giant red flag that goes up the flagpole immediately, like 6,000 <laughs> feet in the air, and it waves around the country so everybody can know that there is an absolute predator online. Uh, yeah, now, that's there a- are – okay, so there are there are absolutely people, I'm sure, that put, I'm looking for a son, and what they mean is I'm older, I'm looking for someone younger, meaning legal younger, and that might be a sexual interest in that genre. But, of course, when you say looking for younger, looking for a son, you know, talking about how young you're looking, that, of course, is something where it's like we're still going to look into it. Right? Well, if, if people at this point going to assume. Yeah. I was, well, if people think that that's a little ambiguous right now, let me just read what what he's interested in. I'm open <laughs> to almost anything that feels good, including touching, body contact, cuddle, being rimmed, being sucked and swallowed. I will suck some and bottom. If it goes there and then it goes on, says 18 to mid twenties is a plus, but open to all I'm disease free. 
I expect the same. I can host or travel if it's not too far available Monday through Friday days. So really younger son. And then the real thing that sticks out here is what? Oh, like uh, 18 to mid twenties. A right. plus he's open, open to everybody. All, right. Yeah. Whoever, whoever responds. <laughs> and he lied about his age this time, or he changed his age. He, this ad, he said he was 53, so a little bit younger. And it's only six months has gone by, so right. amazingly, he's gone back in time. Um, but this time, I responded completely different profile. I was a 13-year-old boy at this time, um, and I just kind of started off the the conversation with, like, oh, hey, I have a cousin that lives in your area. Um, and instantaneously, his response is, you are supposed to be 18 to be on here. Um, and then he responded with another one shortly thereafter, about 10 minutes later. And he says, have you done anything like this before? You need to think about doing anything like this. Please email me. So, again, we're seeing the theme, right? You are supposed to be 18 to be on here. Um, by the way, just email me. Let's talk now, about this. Now, share with everybody, Brandon, because th that still didn't click with you that this was the same guy. You didn't know that no, this was the same guy. No, and that's the thing. Like, I'm using a completely different profile. I'm responding randomly to an ad on Craigslist. So I don't know. It's the same person. It's been six months. I identified this, you know, ultimately identified Mr. Richard six months ago, but I didn't know this was him. Um, and I didn't know that. I was making a cousin reference to the same person I had mentioned that six <laughs> months ago. To be fair, um, he's really around 58, so I don't think he remembered that I talked about that cousin six months ago. He as could a take his person. ginkgo, but he could be on top of things. You never know. He Well, he, you're <laughs> going to find out he's very into supplements. So, <laughs> gosh, did I give away too much? So he asks, where do you live? How old is your cousin? Um, and I'm like, I tell him where I'm at and I just told him like, Hey, I emailed because I saw where you were and because I have a cousin there. Um, and he says, he starts talking about like, you know, I prefer not to say anything that could be bad for me. You can say whatever you want. Um, but I just don't want to say it. Um, tell me about your cousin. Uh, and then he talks about like, Hey, I can't email too much longer today. Um, we'll tell you why that is and kind of what significance that takes later or plays into later. Um, I think he's obsessed with me, by the way. You know, he's he's brought me up like so many he's times. He's talking about the cousin. <laughs> uh, hey, you can't tell that. That's that's giving away the ending. They don't know you're my cousin yet. Um, <laughs> so Tony just blew it. Now you know he's my cousin. Wah, wah. Uh, but he keeps talking to me, so I keep emailing him. Um, and... He's so I says, like, you can text me if you want. He says, I can't text. And then he asks, of course, how old my cousin is. Um, he keeps asking, how old is my cousin? Uh, is he interested in this? And how do you want to proceed in this? And I'm like, good grief. He keeps asking about my cousin. So, of course, I make a comment about like, I don't know. I think he's like 11 or something like that. <laughs> um, not even thinking that my cousin's going to play into this. It's sort of like a more of a response of like, good grief, leave my cousin out of this. Shut up. Um, but I don't know. I don't know at that point. So before we go to shift change, um, and I say that because we've got a presentation we've done. And of course it has keep calm at shift change. 
and Tony has told me I got this. Uh, but before that, we're going to put you on the wait until next week, and you will see how this wraps up. This is a fun one. I hope that you've uh, kind of been intrigued with this. I hope that we're not leaving you on too much of a cliffhanger. This is what we've done. We've just literally got them to the edge of their seat. They're like, and, 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 and and my cousin. Well, you know what? Just like Mr. Richards, you got to wonder who my cousin is still for another (laughs) week. Uh, But thank you for joining us today. We are so excited to be back. Absolutely. For sure. Okay, so we will uh, be seeing you guys next week. See you guys next week.